0: Who will enter at number six? Crushes head like a grape. <laughs> it's Phoenix the Phoenix's the Amazon. Oh my God! Well, just the second woman. Oh
1: Welcome back to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. This week we are without Scoot, seeing as he is down in
2: Orlando for WrestleMania. And I gotta point something out about Scoot. Please do. He is the only person I know who is like, yeah, let's go to Hooters. And then can run in to one of the more famous wrestlers of the past like five or six years.
1: Really? Not- you, you're gonna put him all the way up there?
2: He actually is, Uh, because kids fucking love him. I don't like him at all, and I think he's a shit of a human being. However, he is a very, very well-known guy. He
1: needs some chapstick, and to realize that he doesn't have weave.
2: And he needs also to not rate women on his podcast. Yeah, well... Like, um, um, I actually am wondering if Ryback this week on Conversations with the Big Guy... Will rate all the Hooters waitresses in Orlando.
1: Not every guy can be as evolved as Scoot and Derek. <laughs> so, so yeah. but that's true. Uh, Scoot did in fact get to meet Ryback at a Hooters just randomly. Just,
2: just Scoot went out to smoke, and Ryback was walking out, and Scoot had the balls to ask Ryback for a picture, and Ryback looks thrilled.
1: Which shocks me because, as all of our returning fans know, Scoot does not take pictures
2: with, with the guys
1: with male talent. He just doesn't.
2: I think it was one of those, I need a picture to prove this to everyone moments. <laughs> Pixar
1: didn't happen? Yeah. Like, I, I would believe I saw Ryback
2: right at a Hooters. It's like bullshit. Bullshit. I've seen Ric Flair at a Red Lobster. Even though Ric Flair would never be in a Red Lobster. Um, that's a old Derek story.
1: I was going to say, I, I'm sure this is a reference I'm just missing. <laughs>
2: Apparently, Flair called in to the local radio show that we don't like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and one of them was telling a Ric Flair story saying... That he had seen him in a Red Lobster in Greenville one time. Gotcha. And Flair said, let me stop you right there. You wouldn't see me in a Red Lobster. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Burn. Yeah. I like Flair shutting them up. It's a good thing. Um, So our weeks have been shitty because we've been sick the whole fucking time.
1: True. I think everyone's kind of going through the, the sickness motions right now, which... Even my boss yesterday said he didn't want to get off the couch. He felt terrible, so.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm bummed I'm not going to Orlando, but I'm also really happy I'm not feeling like this because I threw up just on the way to work yesterday. So getting on a plane right now or driving eight hours to Florida sounds like the worst fucking decision ever.
1: Yeah, I was definitely driving home contemplating the best spot to pull off 26 and throw up And anyone who's ever had to contemplate Where's the best spot to throw up on 26 Knows what a bad day looks yeah, like Yeah, that's
2: not a bad day That's <laughs> not a good day
1: Not a good day at all um, <laughs> Well, while we're on the topic of mania Why don't you start us off with Two of the Evolve shows that you've watched already
2: <laughs> Alright, so I started looking at all this stuff I was going to try to watch this weekend It's a shit ton um, It's a lot And it's less than I thought it was going to be So I started looking at the WWN shows, and I did that due to some behind-the-scenes information we have. I was like, you know, I probably need to start paying a little more attention to this Evolve thing. Chris Hero, Saber, all of them had been running through there. People I really, really enjoy. So I'm like, alright, let's give this a shot. And then I was looking at all the WrestleCon stuff. The WrestleCon stuff had cards i was more excited about people we've met people i we see every month at pwx um friend of the show jason cade is on one of those WrestleCon shows in a uh match with ricochet he's on ricochet's team so that's gonna be fucking awesome but i couldn't figure out how the fuck to live stream those so i said definitely
1: a problem since yeah you're
2: still in S- since i'm in south carolina <laughs> not in orlando i'm like well shit So, I go look at More Than Mania, WWN, and they're like, Hey, sign up for Flow Slam and you'll get most of our shit. And I thought it said you'll get everything, but you don't. You don't get Chikara, you don't get Progress, and you don't get Shimmer. However, the main reason I signed up for it is Kaiju Big Battle, because I have not seen a kaiju all the way through. To this day, I've been unable to find last year's kaiju show, to purchase, or illegally. It is nowhere on the internet. Can't find it. It didn't happen. So the only reason I know it happened is because Scoot Derek and April went. That's it. No,
1: it's one of those things like everyone thought, not Mandela everyone, Mandela effect. Mandela. Uh, Nelson Mandela died and <laughs> yes. Berenstein Bears yes. is...
2: Fuck... Fuck that shit. Yeah,
1: it's one of those. We don't have time for that shit. It's one of those. Um, we're not. In going case that you don't at know at what those are, look them up. It will. It. It's a total mind fuck.
2: And uh, angry video game nerd did a great Berenstein Bears video.
1: It just. We're not gonna go there. But look <laughs> it up. It. It will fuck your day up to um, say the least.
2: So yeah, I watched Evolve eighty and
0: eighty
2: one mm-hmm. uh, the past two days. Solid fucking shows. People I've never heard of are getting over with me. Um, Keith Lee might be my new favorite thing I've seen in wrestling in a while.
1: I just love the name. It's like the most average Joe kind of name. Right.
2: Because I thought it was like, I saw the name, had no idea who he was. I'm like, this is going to be some little Asian high flyer who tries to do Kung Fu.
1: Well, not where I went at all, but See, okay.
2: <laughs> uh, but then we get giant black dude demanding you bask in his glory.
1: Also not where I went.
2: Um he's fantastic. Uh, yeah
1: anyone who demands you bask
2: either uh, a Roman
1: Emperor or someone I want to watch.
2: He's big into anime his oh, I know. He lost me. And he has anime references and his themes in his theme song. But the thing that like really impressed me about him is he just got this like smug look of satisfaction whenever he succeeds? And I'm big on the facial expressions. If you can't out athletic everybody, but the crazy thing is, this guy—I mean, this is a big dude, like tall and big, like no way around it. And he can do flippy shit.
1: Are we talking like Brian Cage swole or no. like
2: I'm talking big about show
1: big or?
2: Not quite Big Show Big. Think right. like think like if Mark Henry was young and in shape. Dude. All right. That kind of big.
1: All right. Huge dude. Um, Just wall of a person.
2: Yeah. Like he was against Ricochet, and Ricochet looked tiny next to him.
1: Ricochet's not a huge Ricochet's dude. Ricochet's not
2: huge, but. And then tonight he was against Donovan Dijak, and Dijak looked small next to this guy. Dijak's a big dude. Yeah, I've seen Dijak almost murder Cauliflower Brown. So, um, but anyway, solid shows. PWX needs to bring Keith Lee to fight James Drake. Plain and simple. Um, you hear that, Brian? Brian, I, I believe
1: I, Doug is demanding. I'm
2: demanding Keith Lee. That versus we Drake.
1: bask
2: in Keith. Oh, Lee's you know what? Presence. I'll take Henry and Keith Lee. I'll, anyone you want to book me from here? To go against Keith Lee I'm not fooled.
1: white Mike
2: Oh, that could be fun though.
1: not white Mike.
2: <laughs> no, uh, I would like to see Keith Lee be able to show out and I do love a good comedy match, but find me someone else for the comedy match. See? please
1: can't say anybody.,
2: um, but still, Keith Lee, awesome. So far, my MVP of WrestleMania weekend.:
1: Wow, yeah. that is really early to be calling an MVP.
2: Well, I mean, we really still, early. we still have. NXT, Raw, Kaiju, SmackDown, and Mania itself. So,
1: Oh, quick side note. Doug does not trust me as a wrestling wife at all, and I really don't know how to feel about it.
2: <laughs> I really so should at this point. You
1: really should. So this is what? Our third Mania, knowing each other? Yes. First one, we didn't... We just we started dating. Yeah, we weren't super, super serious. So I kind of ducked out and wasn't there for that one. Second one, you went to it and I got to wake up to you going, WrestleMania.
0: Yeah. I was in like out. a super
1: excited scream whisper. And then this one, he and I both have time off. And so I'm like, Hey, I've got some paid vacation coming up. You've got time off. Why don't we take a little trip somewhere close by, but somewhere we haven't been. He goes, yeah, but, but I have to see raw and I have to see SmackDown." And I was like, why the fuck would I make you miss Raw and SmackDown after Mania? Like, of any of the Raws and SmackDowns, I'm going to ask you to miss. You honest to God thought it was going to be the ones right after Mania?
2: <laughs> um, and then on top of that, let's add, as wrestling wife, last night you were dying. Yes. As I was watching Evolve. Yes. And you needed a blanket and something to barf in. And you told me I could wait until it was a match I didn't give a shit about. I did. Guys. I'm fantastic. Um, I'm married, right? I, I don't <laughs> care what anyone fucking says. Um, yeah, I married the right person. So, anyway, yeah, I'm sorry. I did not mean to doubt your wrestling wife Um, however, However, uh, yeah.
1: Throw in some serious <laughs> shade your way for the next couple of days. <laughs> serious shade. Uh Doug also happens to be the worst sound engineer.
2: Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Last week, you Scoot's couldn't hear scoop for shit.
1: Level was so low, and Doug didn't realize it until after the show and then was trying to fix it. It I probably it.
2: took me like an hour and a half to fix it too.
1: So. <laughs> I get the mixer out today, we're setting everything up, but I'm like, hey, how do the levels look? Is everything set up correctly on the mixer? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, they're fine. So then we start testing levels, and I mean, I'm eating the mic. Literally. I am I'm as close to the mic as I can be without sticking the whole thing in my mouth.
0: <laughs>
1: Precisely. And uh, he's like, yeah, it's, it's still kind of low. And I was like, okay, look at the mixer. There's got to be something wrong or the port's dead or something. Like, we, we got to figure this out. He just didn't have the volume turned up on port two. That was yeah. it.
2: Um, so I would like to say, though, I need someone who knows what all this shit is to come show me. Because I know what about three of the buttons do. That's it. That's all I know about You just refuse to Google it? I've tried, and I don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) I need someone who knows it well enough to explain it to someone who knows nothing about sound engineering.
1: So instead of mixers for dummies, you need mixers for Doug? Yes, exactly.
2: Um, Um, But yeah, so hopefully that's all fixed and we won't have... Any more issues with that? That that would be great.
1: That would be super great. We found
2: a red button that we're not sure what it does. There's just a random red button on the mixer.
1: And we made Doug press it.
2: And I pressed it, and it lit things up, and we're not sure what else it does.
1: But we pressed it. So, world didn't end.
2: We pressed the big
1: red button, and nothing horrific happened. So, good news on that. Yes, Uh, It's exceedingly good news, because one of Scoot's presents finally showed up. I believe we told you all previously that... Around Christmas, I was looking for Scoot's present, and I said, All right, Scoot, do you want to wait a long time for the perfect present? or yeah, he,
2: you, he opened it on the show. So we yeah, or would story. you rather get
1: an okay present now? And so his Christmas present is finally here, and his birthday present should be here in the next couple of days, Yeah, which is extremely exciting. So he should have both of those to open next week.
2: That's very exciting.
1: It is. a long presents... Uh, the Reddit Wrestling
2: Exchange. So, can we fucking talk about yours first?
1: No, no. We need Damn to, it. We need to save mine. And the reason I want to save mine is because I don't want to hype it up.
2: And then it And flat. then it fall apart. Okay. Um,
1: but we will do that live. I will wait. We'll open all of it wow, up on the show. Wow, you way
2: better than me because I did not wait. Fuck you guys. Um,
1: <laughs> and we'll go over everything when it gets here, but... Like I said, I want to wait for mine, but Doug has gotten his.
2: Yes. Uh, so shout out to Lord Jesus. Um, that's his Twitter <laughs> handle. Great, great dude. So I wrote up my thing. And at this point, I have almost every pop I want. I'm missing like three. I have almost every figure I want. I'm missing like two. So I was like, eh, I don't know what to tell people. My dresser is literally filled with wrestling t-shirts, and we're running out of room.
1: Not just one not just one dresser, you have two dressers.
2: Yeah, that's true. We have two dressers. That are filled and, to capacity. And we have every t-shirt imaginable, whether it's superhero or wrestlers, but it's definitely more wrestlers than anything else at this point.
1: Yeah, because I've got mine broken down by indie, WWE, and superheroes, and they're all in different places.
2: Yeah. So, we have several dressers full of wrestling shirts, so I'm like... You know, I appreciate the shirt, but if you get me somebody I like, I probably already have the shirt. Um, You know, it's no offense to anybody, but at this point, I've spent a lot of money on wrestling. So it's kind of hard to buy for me. So I put out there, you know, what I'd really, really like is a subscription to High Spots Network. Because we're barely making bills as it is, and I don't want to add another $10 of services we pay for or, Way to make
1: us sound like a charity case. Um,
2: yeah. Well, still we Save don't. Us. We don't need to add more services. If anything, we need to cut some.
1: Save us from our bills.
2: Save us from our own uh, lack of impulse control and signing up for everything. Uh,
1: that's you. Yeah. That's true. all you.
2: That's true. Hence why. I dropped, <laughs> that's all you. Hence why I dropped twenty bucks on Flow Slam this month. Um, so anyway, um, he messages me and is like, "Hey." I tried to get you a couple months of High Spots, but there is no way you can pay for it up front and gift it to somebody.
1: Which, anyone who works at High Spots and is listening to this, you might want to check into that because that would yeah. be incredibly helpful. Netflix does it, WWE, WWE does, it. does it.
2: Yeah. So that would be very helpful. Um, what, so he messaged me and was like, What else are you into? So I gave him a little bit, and he asked me specifically about lucha masks. I said, well, if I'm going to get a Lucha Mask at this point, it either has to be Generico or Pentagon. Like, those are the only two I like enough where, yes, I would own that mask. So, I wait, and he's like, all right, your stuff is shipped. It should be to you within, like, three days because it's all close to you. I'm like, oh, cool. So, a High Spots package comes. Two High Spots packages come. One is what I ordered for my person, and one is for me. Exciting. The one for me is the El Generico mask, and it's fucking amazing.
1: It's phenomenal. It I, is super high quality.
2: I wore it for like two hours the other night.
1: Yeah, you. We have a friend who's going to come over who used to watch wrestling, and we're trying to get him back into it. He is coming to
2: Watch next, Mania Sunday. He's
1: coming to Watch Mania Sunday. He's also is he coming to the next PWX or uh, two months out?
2: We're trying both.
1: All right. So we've got a new guy coming with us, Brian. Um, And so he's like, I'm going to wear it. So then when he shows up, he can see it. And he ended up having to switch plans and rearrange. So it didn't happen. He was like, oh, man. I was like, don't lie. You enjoyed every second of wearing that mask. You were not only doing it for him. I
2: I watched SmackDown wearing it, like the entirety of SmackDown. It was fantastic.
1: After you got it, I actually contacted John Cruz because we were at Sonic. Yes. Picking up some food. And Doug gets his mask, and I was like, I really want to try it on. So I try it on, and I wear glasses, and so I've got my sunglass my prescription sunglasses. And I'm like, all right, well, I can't see shit without my glasses. So I just put them on top of the mask, and then I was like, I want to post this on Twitter so badly. It
2: was an epic picture.
1: <laughs> it felt great, but I was like oh, shit, I really don't want to offend anyone in the lucha community. Like, I don't know what would be considered offensive. I don't see why that would. But at the same time, I definitely don't want to, you know, slap anyone in the face with their culture. I I try to be conscious of that as best I can. So I texted John, and I was like, hey, would this be offensive? And he's like, no, why? And I was like, cool, just wondering. And it went off on Twitter.
2: I think... I think if it was like a certain famous Mexican wrestler with a long lineage and that kind of stuff, it would be one thing. But wearing Generico, who is actually a French Canadian Arab, I, I feel like you can't really be offensive at that point.
1: I I didn't think it any, would be, but I just I didn't can't be want to cross the any line. more
2: offensive than El Generico's himself
1: (laughs) super stereotypical representation see see
2: oh man we still haven't watched your reddit gift from last year
1: oh yeah we haven't i did get the generico mix okay so what was the second thing that you got after the The second thing i got
2: today um it is a copy of the death of wcw and it is a 10th anniversary edition with extra stuff in it. Ooh! So, Lord Jesus, thank you. Uh, maybe I'll have some time to read at some point. Although, Doug doesn't read. The last book I finished <laughs> was wrestling-related, though. So, did
1: you finish Daniel after you finished John Dies at the End again? Or did you not no, finish No, I never John?
2: finished John Dies at the End the second time. Um, Shame. But I'm in the middle of Wattsky right now, so I want to finish Wattsky and then I'll get to death of WCW, but it's actually kind of cool. Cause I've never, I watched it growing up, but I got out right before it went into the shitter. And so uh, it'll be interesting to see. All right. I left when they were still kicking raws ass. Yeah. When it was still the high, Where holy days. go and how did it fall apart? Yeah. So I'm um, really, really excited to read this. So Lord Jesus, again, thank you. I posted my gift post. Um, great gifts. I appreciate it. And he went, uh, it went above and beyond the call of Reddit gifts, so I appreciate it.
1: Good job, Lord Jesus.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's a great screen name, isn't it? It really is. When it I makes me think it, of that like, meme awesome. of
1: Jesus where he's doing Yeah. But right. it also makes me think of like a mm-hmm. cheese nipped version of that meme.
2: I I'm going to where no kids can ever listen to the show again. Have you seen the shut the fuck up Jesus meme? No. So some website, this artist does all these like jesus standing behind different careers drawings. yes i have yes i love them. so
0: good um
2: like the one with the bank teller counting money and he's just saying random random numbers, numbers. she's like shut <laughs> the fuck <laughs> up jesus so good so good um one of my favorite <laughs> things ever on the internet but anyway all right what's next on the agenda your host
1: uh just small completely non-wrestling related thing okay Pokemon Go. They yes. just finished the water festival. Doug and I both got our gear doses, which was fantastic. Thank fucking God. Yeah. Uh, I also caught a Lapras at the house, which was.
2: While I was at work.
1: It was great. It was such a great moment. Like, I got up, made myself some cereal, pulled up my phone, and I see Lapras Shadow put that bitch in the refrigerator. And I'm so like, don't even care if it gets soggy. I'm going to get this. And I drove around. I was like, I'm not fucking getting out of this car until I catch a Lapras. I was like, I will drive to the ends of the earth right now. Yes. Um, but my one major qualm is they have changed Pikachu's tail and it drives me insane.
2: I would check on my phone, but I only have 6%. So. It's
1: now, you know, instead of the jagged, like, lightning bolt shaped tail yeah. he had. Now the end of it is like these weird, like, bubbles. I mean, it's not quite bubbles, but they're rounded. It's not jagged. Hmm. And it's it's really obnoxious, and it's something small, but it, I noticed that shit. Like, I noticed when the Magikarp whiskers were different colors, yeah, and I was we, like, what the fuck is happening here? We
2: were catching Magikarps galore, and she's like, what the fuck? Aren't their whiskers yellow? Why is this one white? So I sit there Googling Magikarp whiskers.
1: Because we knew that the shinies had come out, and we knew that the gold... Super Rare Gold was out there somewhere, but yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is with their whiskers? But yeah, that really just... Just irritates my asshole, to be honest. <laughs> well, like, I can't what handle I, it. What I
2: don't want them to do with Pokemon Go is variants. This is why pop collecting and comic collecting and all that is such a it's bitch. It's so difficult. Because they, they'll release Deadpool number one, and there will be 12 different motherfucking ones. Yeah. And you're like... God damn it. Damn it. And they're all cool. So they're all them cool. Them all. But then you're like, oh, god damn it.
1: Yeah, what we should ask what for. What should have been
2: $3 is now 40 Awesome.
1: Next time we do any kind of Reddit, yes, can you please go to Ikea and get us these shelves because we've completely run out of room?
2: Yeah. <laughs> can you please figure out some way to store our pop figures and wrestling figures? Thank you. <laughs>
1: Simultaneously um. while leaving us space to live our lives.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because at this point we could just put them on the floor, but they would be everywhere.
1: I would never do that.
2: I know. I'm true to my collecting. I would never do it. You are much more, uh, what's the word I want?
1: Anal retentive?
2: Yeah, that wasn't the word.
1: Collector-minded?
2: I was going to say stodgerly.
1: That makes me sound like a (laughs) fat old accountant, so thanks for that. (laughs)
2: Fantastic. Obviously, I don't want to get laid on Mania <laughs> Ever again.
1: <laughs> um, so, we have talked about it, and we are pl- trying to plan a little Mania get-together at our house. We've invited a couple of people. That should be exciting.
2: If you're not included, I'm sorry. You either live too far away, or... We hate you. Or I figured you were in Orlando. Or we hate you. So...
1: No, we don't hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but looking towards next year, WrestleMania will be in New Orleans, Louisiana, which I think both of us have always had Louisiana and New Orleans, especially on our bucket list of places to go.
2: New Orleans for sure. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think you can be a person who enjoys travel and, and not, not want to have New Orleans. Orleans on your list. Um,
1: so we are looking into that. Also, we found out there's a train. That yes. goes from Spartanburg straight into Louisiana, straight into New Orleans, I think. So I've always wanted to ride a train. So fuck it. Why not make this trip if a two-in-one bucket list? If flying, might as well. Yeah. So we are looking into that, and that's pretty exciting. That'll be yep. our first, like, huge yep. endeavor together. And, and my- see,
2: you can go explore the city. And I can go wait in giant lines to meet famous people.
1: Because yeah. it's not that I don't want to meet some famous people, but my social shit, I don't have full-blown social anxiety, but I have enough that well, WrestleMania itself would not be enjoyable let, for me. Let me
2: put it this way. If you were there last year, you would have hated every minute of everything I did. Yeah, pretty much. Um, except Standing for in long lines
1: Shimmer. pisses me off.
2: Yep, and that's all and,
1: I did. And um, being surrounded by... you huge on
2: talking to strangers about nothing.
1: Yeah, I'll talk to you about wrestling, but I don't have the WWE background, so I'm more of an indie person. Yeah.
2: And uh that that was the one good thing was just sitting there like whoever was around you, you just start shooting the shit about wrestling. Yeah. And the like the other guy in a wheelchair in the Sami Zayn line we were the last two guys to meet Sami Zayn and bumped into him at Raw. Nice. And we were like, hey, man, what's up? Did you literally it's-
1: bump into him? Was it like wrestling joust or wheelchair jousting?
2: Uh, Kind of. He ran into me, yes. Fantastic. Kind of like Sid did at St. Pat's. Yeah. And um, anyone who
1: doesn't think that's a real fucking no, thing. It's a real fucking thing. It's a real fucking thing.
2: I mean, you either can't feel your legs or don't have them. So you just run into each other.
1: Because why not? Oh, speaking of coolest shit things involving wheels. There is a unicycle football league.
2: Of course there is. There's
1: also unicycle gel stain, and I awesome. love everything about it. But, okay, so the unicycle football league is tackle. It's the most terrifying... That seems like a
2: terrible decision. ...best
1: thing that you would ever watch. And you're not well padded. I'm how, talking like...
2: How could you and drive a unicycle?
1: Yeah, it, it's closer to rugby than it would ever be football when it comes to padding. Yeah. So it sounds like a good um, way to end up in a wheelchair.
2: Yeah, fair enough. Um... Where were we before unicycle football? WrestleMania. WrestleMania. So, yeah, I just WrestleCon is all lines. Waiting on shows to get in, all lines. Um, the worst lines were WrestleMania, but that's nature of the beast. Mm-hmm. Um, the only place I didn't wait in line was Raw, because there was a restaurant attached to the arena, and we were so far back in line, we were... At the door of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And one of the arena people came and opened the door and said, Hey, you can come in this way.
1: And <laughs> Fantastic! We went,
2: really? So we got like 10 people in and just fucking took off to our seats. We're like, go, 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 yeah.
1: go, go! go.
0: Um,
2: God, that was the best arena experience. I know I talked about it last year. But I've never had an arena be that awesome about everything.
1: So you know what I've always wanted? What? And the reason I'm bringing this up now is because... Big, huge events like this always make me think of it. You know how you can chip your animals? Yeah. I always wished you could chip your kids. Because <laughs> those fuckers are squirrely and yeah. are real easy to lose in a big crowd.
2: Yeah. And, and
1: it, it's the most panic-inducing thing Like I would, for the child I would and for the I tell you right
2: now, until our kid is a teenager... I would never dream of taking them to Mania.
1: I wouldn't either. But you're the same size as a child. Yeah. So you would be pretty easy to lose.
2: Just find the handicap line. I'll be right there.
1: So I think what I might do is get you one of those really long flags to put
2: on the back. Bike flags? We used to do that for track Yes,
1: exactly. Uh And then I won't lose you. But how great would it be if you could chip your kids? What if
2: you just get me a giant hat? No. No? Okay. No. I was thinking like a cat in the hat giant hat so you could just
1: i feel like the weight of the hat would
2: would crush me
1: yes (laughs) if the hat is bigger than you it seems like a poor Um, decision
2: okay fair enough but it wouldn't be that bad because i don't think unless it was like meeting daniel bryan i can't think of anything you'd want to be necessarily at with me that would require the crazy lines true but and think about it.
1: When you were a small child, what was the one thing you did at preschool that freaked your mom the fuck
2: out? Hid in the play oven. <laughs> okay. And the only reason they found me is because they heard me laughing.
1: So, and then what did you do when you were in high school?
2: <laughs> Hid under a table to scare one of my friends.
1: And then?
2: <laughs> Hid in some boxes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I like to hide in places.
1: <laughs> I like to hide. Freak people the fuck out.
2: Yeah. Not in Mania, though, because then I lose my spot in line. Yeah, but generally speaking... I went to piss at Mania, and some lady took my drink and threw it out. Bitch! Yeah, I was pissed. I was like, "Damn it,
1: damn it!" That was forty five dollars.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's insane. Like, I I love doing it, but I I can straight up say I went to the giant event one time. You're done. I am done going to Mania. Mania weekend. Totally different thing. Totally different thing. I will do that as many times as I can afford.
1: Well, who was it on Evolve last night that was saying, I I said it last year, I'll say it again, it's not Mania weekend, it's Wrestling Week.
2: Uh, Was it Sabre? Or was it Galloway?
1: It might have been Galloway.
2: Drew Galloway.
1: Which is the most accurate description of WrestleMania that I could think of. Mm -hmm. Because all the shit that I would be excited about has nothing to do with WWE.
2: Yeah, I saw a tweet today that was like, so, are all you fuckers making money this week uh, going to give your money to charity because you hate WWE? <laughs> I'm like, okay, they're not fuckers, number one. Two, uh, you have a point. But um, it, it's it's an insane amount of wrestling. Because just between WWE, WrestleCon, and WWN, there's no way to watch everything.
1: No. Absolutely And there's not.
2: shit you need to see on all of it. Yep. And then... There's all the little shows that no one's talking about.
1: Which are typically fan-fucking-tastic.
2: Yeah, because that's the place you can go up and make friends with the wrestlers and then see them on the street and yell their name and get a hug and another picture like Scoop. Indeed. Um, What was
1: the name we came up with the alternate version of Shotzi Blackheart?
2: I Um, have no idea.
1: I want to say we were doing laundry or cooking. No idea. Can't remember. Came up with a great alternate name though.
2: I'm pissed Shimmer is not on Flow yeah. Slam. I'm sorry. Because now I don't get to watch Shotzi. Move your butt.
1: Which is upsetting.
2: Um it is. I'll find it somewhere. I'm I'm willing to seek that out. So anyway. Uh yeah.
1: Do not seek the treasure. You, lost you me. haven't seen our brother where Art I Yes f- I have. Oh, you have! You should know that reference then. You should finally get that reference.
2: I don't remember that reference, but <sighs> You and I also watch that movie extremely differently because you love every second of it, and I was very meh.
1: I don't understand how you can be meh on
2: that. I, I told you I probably wouldn't. It's not my style. Ugh. Anyways.
1: Speaking of style, Ethan Case, the most stylish guy I know. <laughs> really? Came... Yeah. Okay. You don't fucking love neon and I streamers? mean, I do,
2: but I don't consider him the most stylish guy I know. <laughs>
1: He's got a cute baby and a cute woman and neon colors. Uh, that's Fair about enough. all I, I need in life.
2: Okay. how
1: come back comeback?
2: At uh, Punk Pro? I, I believe. believe so. Yeah.
1: Against Martin Stone, so I'm
2: really glad he's back. I'm really glad he's healed up. Has he had it yet or is it tomorrow? It's, it's either tonight or tomorrow. It's soon. Yeah.
1: Regardless, he's back in the ring, which is great, great, great yeah. news. I'm really glad that he's back out there. All right, and I think that's a pretty good segue into. Do, let's start on a less than enjoyable note. Um, okay. With some news that got released.
2: Um, I would like to say we intended to record this as just PWX, and hey. we're thirty minutes in.
1: Yeah, well, that didn't
2: happen. <laughs> Shit happens. It Welcome does. to Mania Week, fuckers. <laughs> um, um,
1: so if you haven't heard by now, Colby Carino was arrested again. Again. Um for
2: shoplifting
1: shoplifting from what i read the charges uh it was under 300 dollars worth of whatever um but it is rather upsetting i hate that he's done this not because i think it's such a damnable offense but <clears throat> just where he is not the best decision making and yeah. He's not on exactly solid footing right now. Um, And because of it, the ugly ducklings have had to cut ties with him, which I understand that's their livelihood. They've got to make the best decision for them. I don't blame them. I don't fault them for that at all, because when it comes to your livelihood and your job, you can't fuck with that shit.
2: And Colby has to think he's, Indie wrestling royalty. Steve Carino is legend. I'm like, I missed the Steve Carino era, but the more I see of him, the more I'm like, oh, okay, this is why everyone freaks out when Carino shows up somewhere. Yeah. Um He can't escape that. And whether that's right or wrong, and whether fame is good for people or whatever, is a whole nother discussion. When he does something wrong. It's going to be all over the place. It is. It didn't help that he got talented and got into one of the hottest acts, not just in PWX but in indie wrestling right now. Yeah, they are
0: they're
2: everywhere. Like behind the Hardys, getting all the tag titles. Yeah. Uh, when you make it to all, news, hashtag all the grilled cheeses. <laughs> um, it's it's just a shame to throw away everything you had because of whatever's going on yeah like
1: i really hope he can get his shit together i
2: hope he gets the help he actually needs that's uh, all i have to say
1: until then i think it probably would be smart of him to just kind of take a step back get his shit together and then come back when he's ready and i i don't think there's any shame in that like taking the time you need to get better um but that's kind of really all I want to say on that I have no intention of shitting on anyone for it like I get it everyone has their shit everyone has their baggage um I hate it for him yeah and I really do hope he gets better
2: Uh, I hope he finds whatever it is he's trying to find because obviously um these situations are not waking him up to help him find that yeah and I've seen this with friends of my own that I'm much closer to. Like I would consider Colby a friend, but not a close friend. Yeah. But I've seen it happen to close friends. I've seen it happen to significant others and it's not it's not fun. It's and not. I hope he can get the help before it escalates again. Yep. And that's that's all I got on that.
1: Um so. but so to to get off the sad note, because I definitely didn't want to end on that. Let's go into our PWX Ode ode to Tradition recap. (coughs) Excuse me.
2: Alright, so let's talk about Shelby first.
1: It's a weird fucking town. Right? Weird fucking town. We
2: start driving, and we're only like 45 minutes from Shelby, so it's not that long. So we're driving, and suddenly we're in Shelby, and we're looking around, and we're like, Huh?
1: Everything looks desolate. Like, everything looks run down. Everything looks like it's closed and abandoned, but it's not.
2: And then you get to Uptown.
1: And it's nice as shit.
2: It's nice as shit.
1: It's a really cute little and southern Uptown. What
2: really struck me more than anything else, every business, store, service in that town is a punt. All of them. And <laughs> All like, of the punts. Until you get to Uptown, and then they kind of cut down on the punts. Yeah. But when you're going into Uptown... Everything is a fucking pun. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me! Like, which
1: sounds like the best place
2: for it was us like to be. Six in a row.
1: Like, I love puns. I'm all about it. But uh, I, I think every day living in Shelby would be awful. To be honest, well, I don't other know. than I'm not,
2: I haven't lived there, so I'm not going to shit <clears throat> on it. Someone we really totally like lives by the there.
1: looks, I think I would be miserable. There you go. Except any time I got to go to, to you the know what? I've met
2: several people who live there. And they all love it. Well, like, Drake is not the first person I know from there. And I'm solely judging it from the outside. Yeah. To
1: me, it was like a southern state version of Russia.
2: <laughs> wow. Really gray and sad. Harsh. Really gray. It didn't help the weather was shitty. <laughs>
1: the weather know. was pretty shitty. But you can't tell me those buildings didn't um, all look abandoned.
2: We grabbed lunch before the show at Don Ramon's. It was fantastic. Fucking delicious. At a fried burrito covered in cheese and it was amazing
1: yeah it super good food Um, and they have that delicious super good ice you know what i'm talking about like the little
2: the one between crushed and cubed yeah like little nuggets that's not exactly one it's not exactly the other it's kind of a blending so good yep so Um, i got a
1: cup of that to go and doug was like you're so smart i was like i'm not sharing any of it get your own
2: i'm like i'm aware but i felt like shit i was if it had been any show but PWX, I might have sold my ticket. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I was
1: like, I don't care if you go or not. I'm going. So. Yeah, I
2: did not feel well. So, we uh, pull up to the park, grab a Pokestop, and take a gym on the way. Um, I still think David Starr was playing Pokemon. Yeah, even though he, he says it. he
1: wasn't. I'm I'm calling bullshit so on that, David. So,
2: we, we saw David Starr leave the venue. Walk up to the poke stop and then just disappear. I think he has magical teleportation powers.
1: I swear to God, I, I, would, I, would, I would agree with that.
2: And then, time. like 20 minutes later, he just shows back up and walks back in. And we're like,
1: where the what fuck? fuck did you go?
2: So, anyway. So
1: I went and asked him because, you know, you got to know what team he's on. We are diehard Team Potatoes in this studio right now. Um, and anyone who doesn't get that reference, you need to look up the Pokemon Go Harry Potter mashup. It might not be what it's called, but if you look that up, you'll probably get the comic that I'm talking about.
2: Look look up anything that compares the three teens' mindsets, and you'll get the idea.
1: But uh, we'll post it on Twitter so that you have reference also. <laughs> yes. But David tells me that he doesn't play Pokemon, and that he's never played Pokemon. And he was like, yeah, the only time I saw Pokemon was at a third grade birthday party. I was like were you also in third grade? He was like, yeah, I was. I was like, "Mm, I'm also not buying this story. (laughs) Because just the way he told it, I was like, "Uh, this happened two weeks ago. Don't fucking look
2: at me. I was going to say, he's seen Leva Bates wrestle.
1: He knows. He fucking knows.
2: Anyway. um, So we get in there. There's some confusion with lines, but whatever. Shit happens. Yeah, I'm not bitching. I'm just... It, I don't know what was going on. It was very odd.
1: You know, my only complaint from this show. What? Guardrails.
2: This is yeah. my only complaint.
1: Literally, we were
2: gonna get to that. Everything else
1: is perfectly fine.
2: Um, I understand. It's quote more professional. I understand someone got hit and complained. All right, I get that. I, I totally know that's a thing. You, but you know, know who's how many, also gotten hit and never complained?
1: This bitch right here!
2: Cat, <laughs> Scoot, Derek, April, me. Scoot got
1: fucking T, stabbed with a crowbar.
2: And fucking loves that story. Yeah. And so, still,
1: still shows up at PWX if understand. there's a woman on the card.
2: I understand some venues, and maybe even some wrestlers require it. If that's the, the thing, let me know, and I'll back off. But at this point, when we're cramming the chairs in, because we have to, because PWX is so good, and you stick a guardrail, you have officially made it so if someone comes our way, there is not a damn thing we can do. I can back up and squish the people behind me. And I Which like, we had to do. And I like the people behind me. Yeah, we said we uh, One is people. our superfan Chris, and one is the whole Patrick, Patrick clan. clan. They've been very nice to us. So, it's just, it's a hazard for me. Now, I understand not everyone has a wheelchair in the front row, but just let the guys know, hey, there's a wheelchair in the front row, you may not want to land on him.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, I don't want to stop that either, though, because that's a part of the show that I love. Well, they can I land on you. We intentionally sit where we sit so that we're no, so we know that the possibility of getting landed on is a lot higher.
2: And 95% of the time, we get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. We get out of the way sometimes when we don't need to.
1: But I cannot get out of the way when there's a guardrail. Yeah. And on top of that, even little things that we wouldn't be landed on, but because there's a guardrail, the, the guard wrestlers have us. to adjust what they're doing. Yeah. And the guardrail gets pushed into us and there's nowhere to go. And I swear to God, I pray that it does not hit my knee. Yeah. Because that would be ungodly painful.
2: Yeah. But anyway... um, yeah, please get rid of the guardrails. And I don't think I'm wrong. I think any of the regulars would sign a waiver. I will. Them. I'll sign that. I'm not doing anything to shut y'all down.
1: Yeah, have a guardrail section for the people who are unwilling or a non-guardrail section for those of us who don't give a shit about our own bodies. <laughs> I'm all
2: for it. Um, yeah. But I would like to say, as far as this gym we were in, it was a nice little venue. It was. I didn't hate it. Um, We ended up on the opposite side than we usually do, so it was a little hard to hear sometimes. Um, I haven't seen people's backs like that in a while. What I think is funny, though, is all the action came to us.
1: It did, and I think the reasoning for that was that the uh, announcer's table was Was, on the side of the ring, which we've never seen before. That's true. It was a very different setup. It was a new setup.
2: I didn't hate the new I setup. did not either. We just got to get used to it. Yeah, it was just very um, different. I do like being able to see the <laughs> announcer's reactions to the show. That was fun. Because I, I know we've told the story. I don't know if I've told you this story. The first time we went to PWX, we went GA. Yes. And we got there late and we were drinking and we ended up towards the back. We were right in front of Craig and Stutsy doing commentary. That's fantastic. I miss Craig. And we lost our shit. It was hysterical. Yeah. We like we usually comment, but then they were funnier than we were, so we just shut up and listen to them. Um, uh, announcers matter; they do. And good ones tell add to the story. So, and at this point, Stutsy is awesome at adding to the story. And so I heard name.
1: Stutzy commentary for the first time the other day. Yes, I you finally did. watched War Games, which is how we got our new our, our friend into PwX. Was like. Dude, we got this video, we'll show it to you, just know it's not the same, but this is just to give you an idea. So I watched it, and it wasn't the same. I am really glad I finally watched it, but I would have much rather been there, and I will not miss another PWX. Um, But because of it, I did get to hear Stussy Stussy commentary, and it is pretty great.
2: Mm -hmm. It's very expressive. It is. And it's it's also very old school, and... Kind of protecting the business, and like even if something's a little sloppy, he covers it like it was the most devastating thing you've ever Stetsy's seen. Stetsy's
1: got a little something for everyone, I yeah. think.
2: Um, so, great job there. Uh, so, we get in. I meet Cody again, um, because I'm a sucker, and I was like, yeah, I need a picture of one of my students in photobomb. Earmark.
1: mark. Now I nowadays. am a total mark.
2: Especially for Cody. There's just something about him. I've always liked him. Ever since I got back into this, he's had my attention. He's
1: extremely attractive and has a great voice.
2: <laughs> I mean, maybe.
1: Is that not what drew you in? Because that's, no, totally that's what not drew what drew me
2: in. in. So, should we get to the actual show?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess. Okay. At some point, we should um, probably talk about
2: it. We got a pre-show, which I was not expecting. Uh, match, six-man tag. Tyler Gaines, who I enjoy. I think he's good at what he does. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Cutshaw, who has a new insane asylum gimmick.
1: He's kind of had that gimmick. I think he's just flushing it out a little bit more.
2: But he used to just be like Josh Cutshaw. Yeah. Now he has a gimmick to it. Yeah. Um, and Ace Austin, who is basically Gambit, and I'm so glad he's back, because he's great.
1: I still don't fucking know where he pulled that cane from. <laughs> like, I, okay. I was not watching, and I don't want to know. I just want Again. the magic to be the magic.
2: Wrestling history, and this is... Pure kayfabe, so it stays magic. Trench coats on any wrestler means they can summon any object they want at any time.
1: Well, Scoot summoned a hot dog from his pocket. Exactly. He so wasn't imagine wearing a coat, though. if you
2: have a trench coat full of pockets, you can summon <sighs> anything. So if I were Sting- a boss,
1: I would just wear trench coats all the time. Then
2: Sting's trench coat is the same way. He just pulls everything out of it, and you're like, "Where the fuck did you put that?"
1: So are trench coats and cargo shorts guy purses?
2: Basically, yes. Got it. Um, All right, so that's one team. And then the other team is Chris Main and High Profile, which is Shay Shay McGrady and Will Demented. Now, James Drake had mentioned High Profile to us, and we're like, who the hell is High Profile? Because I'm, I know we're, you can say whatever we want, we're pretty much PWX loyalists. So if they haven't been there. Not we haven't P- seen them yet. Not
1: pretty much. I am a PWX yes. loyalist.
2: Um, however... You know, I usually hear some names, and I'd heard of high profile before Drake too. I just didn't know who they were, and I see Shay Shay on on everybody's Facebook feed. Yeah, so I'm just everyone who
1: Facebook lives, Shay Shay is there.
2: Yeah, Um,
1: Shay Shay has no goddamn bones. (laughs) Like that's the only explanation, and for why he did some of the things he did. He has no bones. He is made of rubber.
2: And then Will, we've seen as a ref and. Reffing is not a strong suit. Yeah. However, wrestling, pretty damn good.
1: Yeah. There was a distinct moment where Costa, you and I all were like, how the fuck can he do that?
2: Yeah. It's a, he does a top rope move. It was the finish of the match.
1: That's right. And it
2: was some crazy twisty bullshit. And I'm like, the fuck? Not Where what did that expect. come from? <laughs> um, and I mean, I'm not body shaming the guy, but like you look at the guy. You don't expect that. It's not like Ricochet walked to the ring.
1: You don't expect what you get from James Drake from you don't, James Drake either.
2: True. And when you don't expect it, I think it's it has, fantastic. it has more impact. It's fantastic. Um, so I thought for a pre-show match, this was more solid than some we've seen. Yeah. Um, really well worked. Everybody got in spots. Uh, Cutshaw bailed on his team, which is why they eventually lost. Um, yeah,
1: it'll be interesting to see if that's going to be a continuing thing.
2: I would like to see the pre-show matches start to tell a long a story. story. Yeah. Um at, if you want to use it as a way to get people over to come in to the main show, that's great, but again, we pri- you pride yourselves on stories. Don't forget the pre-show matches. We love the stories in the pre-show.
1: Cuz you've got some really great gimmicks in the pre-show.
2: Yeah. And even some of the ones that aren't great gimmicks, I mean Tyler Gaines is literally just white strong guy. But it's fun. And I, I don't mind fun gimmicks. It's true. So. Alright, uh, next, to open the show, we're supposed to have Jason Cade and White Mike. I believe Kat was the only person in this gym not chanting for White Mike.
1: Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I like White Mike as a comedy player. Yeah. I don't love White Mike as a serious wrestler, and I fucking adore Jason Cade.
0: Yes. I, I would watch
1: too. Jason Cade flip off, jump off, fly through pretty much anything.
2: Yeah, that's true. He's and I, really good. I, I have
1: faith that he can deliver a fantastic match every single time I watch him like I don't ever go I'm not I super excited have seen about a that bad match. Cade match No I've seen less than stellar ones back when he was doing some of the pure pre-show yeah, matches yeah, yeah. but even those were he, he was always a high spot stands on out Yeah And so I was really really not excited about this match because I was like I just don't see White Mike Being on Jason Cade's level, and I don't ever want to see Jason Cade not fly through the air.
2: (laughs) We actually asked him what he was going to jump off, and he couldn't find anything.
1: He's like, "They've really limited me here."
2: (laughs) Um, So Mike and Cade are about to go at it, and the Revolt just kind of invades and Zane. True to their nature, Zane pipe bombs in the middle of the ring. It's like one year ago, we were the biggest. Faces in the company, we were the heroes, we defeated the experience in War Games, and now we're not even on the card, basically. What the fuck, guys? Like, y'all suck. Well,
1: Blaming all of those who are in the crowd.
2: Yeah, and I'm like... That yeah. hatred
1: was not directed towards Kanabrewski, it was not directed well, towards... Well, it was
2: partially directed at Kanabrewski. But it was
1: mostly directed because towards they called them us out in the later. crowd.
2: Yeah, but it was mostly the fans. But I would like to say, as far as this podcast goes... We have never stopped supporting The Revolt. It's true. Um, Even when they were beating the everlasting hell out of Jake Manning, we just slow-clapped and were full of pride. Yeah. I mean, there's no other way to handle them right now.
1: They're so great.
2: I know I'm supposed to hate them. But I can't. But I can't. Can't do it. I love them because I should hate them. So, Cade and Mike uh, decide to team up against The Revolt. And we get a good match. Um... Let's see. I'm trying to remember anything specific. I know Mike did his fall off the turnbuckle thing, which is pretty hysterical. Um, Cade did some awesome Cade-like This is the things. worst recap yeah, ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's been a long week. I was also it was sick. a great
1: match. We don't remember all the the, the finite details because yeah, we both were I, not a hundred percent. Yeah,
2: let's let's try. Yeah, let's we'll just get leave it at that. Yeah, good Very match. Very good match, though. Um, and um,
1: Brian, I know you're listening. You need a ring attendant. I'm your girl because you and need. Do it
2: for free. I will
1: do it for free. You know. You need someone to pick up the robes and the shirts because you have a lot of guys who come out with props. You have a lot of guys who come out fully dressed.
2: A lot of the show, they're just throwing the shit on the announce table.
1: Yeah. You need (laughs) a ring attendant. I will help you out.
2: There you go. All Um, right. um, Next up, we get probably the low point of the night for us. Even though it was not a badly worked match. Just, there
1: were no badly worked matches. No.
2: Um, Chip Day and Corey Hollis. Yes. Um, Chip is looking fucking amazing right now.
1: He's definitely slimmed up. He got a new hairstyle. I think it's really working for
2: him. He's And by slimming up, he's put so much more power and speed on his moves. Yeah. Because he was always good. But he, he never got bad. Really but good. he's at the point where you're like... Okay, if anyone notices this guy, they're gonna sign him very quickly. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's what he's trying to do. I got what I got my wish. Chip kicked his fucking head off repeatedly, and it was great. Uh Chip remoted. He did. He uh, did. Always loved that from Chip. And Corey Hollis's heel work is so strong that I hate everything about him. Yep. And I fully, we might be blocked, actually, but I fully expect a tweet telling me to shut the fuck up later. That's fine. Um, I don't like Corey Hollis, and I don't know how you could get me to like Corey Hollis.
1: I did make Chip break mid-match, though.
2: Okay, yeah. um, Which I sort of pride Would you like to tell that story?
1: So, at one point, they're on our side of the ring. Hollis is on all four. Chip comes over, standing above him, and I'm like... Corey, you're, uh, you're pretty used to spending a lot of time like that, aren't you, honey? And Chip just dies laughing at this point. Like, can't even continue what he's doing. Stops, yeah. points, he's like, that's a good one. Starts. And laughing. unfortunately,
2: your distraction had Corey get the upper hand for a little while. Which
1: I did not mean. And
2: you did not that. intend. I'm sorry. but
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Chip. It was involuntary. I comment on things. I don't mean to, to interrupt the show. It yep. just sort of happened.
2: Uh, ending was double count out. Uh, we Which also, was
1: bullshit.
2: We got some Corey basically saying, I'm such a little bitch because it's all about the money. And I'm like, okay.
1: There was this weird dynamic where Corey kept calling out Skyler mid-match. And we're like, yeah. Skyler's never run from this confrontation. Yeah. He's the one that stood in the ring and said, all right, bitch, here I am. Come get me. <laughs> And Corey doesn't show up.
2: Yeah, um, I appreciate the story. I appreciate the heel work. Um, Corey is not a bad wrestler by any stretch of the imagination. But it's to a point where whoever's Corey is against, I want them to murder him.
1: Legal murder.
2: Yeah, legal murder him. And maybe that's his job. Maybe he's done exactly what he's supposed to do and make me hate him. But, man, like, seeing how he went from left turns <laughs> and keeping that chant going for, like, six months to this, I'm like, what? How? What? Well, at first, he was Gunner's little buddy. Well, no, he was Adam Page's little buddy. First. Adam
1: Page's little buddy.
2: And, and then he was Gunner's little buddy. Gunner. Yeah. Um, but, anyways. And then Skylar's bitch. Who tried to talk to Hollis? Was it Stutzy? Somebody tried to talk to him and be like, I've known you forever. What the hell is going on? I believe it was Brett. Brett. It was Brett. You're right. Um, so Brett tried to talk some sense into Corey Hollis. Because Corey doing. just went
1: on a full-blown like rampage yeah. post-match. and
2: um,
1: Can we all acknowledge that ringing the bell after a match does nothing to and, stop a deranged And mania? calling
2: more people... <laughs> To come Just out to
1: watch. No one grabs tell them, hey, him. hey, stop it.
2: Hey, stop it.
1: <laughs> no one grabs him. They're just going to keep saying, hey, knock it off. Here,
2: here's what I want to happen to Corey Hollis. I want one day him to fuck with D.A. Brewer and Brewer to go, fuck this shit. Take off his ref shirt and have his ring gear on under Speaking it.
1: Speaking of, there was a moment during one of the matches where it was Brewer.
2: I think Hollis took a swing at him.
1: Was it? Okay. Because there Hollis. was a moment I was like, oh no, he took a swing at you. You can fuck him up now.
2: Yeah, I thought he was going to, but Brewer, oh, a consummate story. professional. Um, I've been enjoying seeing Brewer on Evolve. That's like part of my favorite things I've seen. <laughs> I don't give a shit about the match, I'm but there's like, Brewer! What's up, man? <laughs> um, so anyway, let's move on for Corey Hollis. We've spent too much time on Corey Hollis. Uh, next we get one of the matches we were most excited about you David Starr versus Martin Stone
1: I was so conflicted in that I love Martin Stone and I feel like enough people don't love Martin Stone like there is not a big enough
2: I'm surprised there's him. not a bigger Martin Stone faction
1: there should be a huge incredibly huge pop every time Martin comes out our he's, crew loves him he's fan fucking tastic he's gorgeous he's British he's great in ring
2: he's a nice guy he's
1: sexy as hell <laughs> what more do you need he is all around. He's just nice. He's great to and he's versatile. Like yeah, yes, he's British strong style, but match. he can do so much. I don't I hate that he isn't getting as much love from the audience as I want.
2: Yeah, and well, and also he was against David and it's Yeah, which is hard. It this is where we were conflicted. We're like, "God, we love them both. Can they so both win?" So much. Now, this match I think was excellently worked and was a stellar match but there was new rules which
1: it, none of us were familiar and with. and we couldn't
2: hear it and i don't know when this was decided um next time i would suggest doing a video beforehand and let us know that be like hey new type of match martin and david are gonna be in it here's and it was called a pure match yeah, it was pure rules. Pure Each rules. Each man only had two rope breaks, no closed fist punches. There's something about going over the top rope, but I don't no know. No going
1: it was. over the top rope, but we don't know like what the consequences were. Yeah. Well, I, we I think it would really have been a hear, DQ. Okay. We couldn't really hear the explanation, and then, and then all of a sudden it was happening. Yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, from talking to David and Martin respectively, I believe. And I could be wrong on this. I could be remembering this incorrectly. Um, I believe they kind of picked this just to try something different, which good for them for saying, hey, you know, let's do something completely different. Martin is big on just ground and pounding people. Yeah. David's pretty good about going over the top rope and flying into the crowd and doing crazy shit. Yeah. So making it to where you take away a giant part of their arsenal. normal arsenal. Yeah. Good on them and it was a great match and it was I a think, great match
2: I think in other crowds
1: it would have gone over this really well. match
2: would have gotten a standing ovation yeah um the problem was this was a Cody Rhodes crowd and they didn't know what to do with technical grappling British wrestling so you I can, thought it was fantastic uh, I love both of them it it but it was like crickets in the crowd. Speaking of this crowd. For the love of God, do not use this crowd as an indication of anything not working or not being over or whatever. Because this was a weird ass crowd.
1: It was a very weak crowd. Um, There was one guy in particular who was sitting behind us on the bleachers and really awful. Like It goes back to our very first show together. It was the last show at Ziggy's.
2: When that guy got kicked out. When that
1: guy got kicked out. It was this. It was about the same level as that guy of obnoxious. Yeah,
2: except there wasn't alcohol involved.
1: But there wasn't alcohol involved, which I'm pretty sure is why this guy didn't get kicked out. Yeah. Um, but this guy was extremely obnoxious and clearly not knowledgeable of indies. Yeah. And so really just looked like an asshole.
2: And um, again, I understand... I appreciate you bringing us these big names and PWX, but it changes the dynamic of who's there. It does. And we need to figure out a way to bridge that gap between the hardcore guys who are going to be there when you announce no one who's ever been in WWE and the people who are going to show up for the Hardys and Cody and people like that. So I think next month will probably be a stronger crowd because with who was announced, that's a more indie thing. It is. Um, and we'll get to that. But So, solid match, Martin and David. Um, crowd was just... Real um, weird. Just real quiet for this one. Um, now next, we get Match of the Night and possibly the best match we've seen at PWX...
1: In a long time.
2: Since X-16, I would say.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and... Y'all have heard us rave about everything we've seen at PWX. So if I'm putting this above everything we've seen since November. Yeah. Um, that tells you how good this was. Have you
1: officially put this into your match of the year? Yeah,
2: this is on my match of the year. Yeah, so that be.
1: should tell y'all. It's um and it's, it's fucking not early, even April. It's almost April, but it's damn not even April yet. It, deserve it? And he's already putting this on match of the year.
2: So we got James Drake versus Jeff Cobb. Holy Fucking shit, this was great. Um,
1: Whoever did the slow mo,
2: thank you for that.
1: It's the best thing I've ever seen.
2: And please don't stop doing that. Do it for every. Do it
1: for all the things.
2: Every big Haas match.
1: You know what? Just do it for every match that you can. <laughs> it's, it was so good. Like, that match was fantastic in and of itself. That slow mo recap was just.
2: What's funny about the slow mo? Phenomenal. As you see all these little details that Drake and Cobb are both doing, yes. But what baffled me, and I know those ropes are hard, and I I know how the business works and all that. But there's a point in the slow mo where Drake has bounced off the ropes, and you can see them, and his skin is a different color where he just hit the ropes. Yep. I'm like, damn, that is not some like light tossing into the ropes. That no. is, you got hurled by a big ass grown man, um, and. The, this was everything I wanted him more. It was brutal. It was athletic. It was well-paced. It was psychological. These guys put on one of the best matches I've ever seen live.
1: Yeah, it was incredible. Um,
2: and and it, not,
1: was, it was go from the yeah, moment it. Yeah, from the from first rang. second. And
2: I'm, yeah. I'm not a huge Jeff Cobb mark. I have not even gotten to the character. He's not on Lucha Underground because he... He said he didn't know why he had those pictures of Matanza. That's not him. Um, However, and I do appreciate protecting the business because Rick Shea will just tell you, yeah, that's me. Um, But anyway, holy shit, this was good. I've seen Cobb like three or four times before this, and I knew he was good. I didn't realize he was that good. Yeah. And I think also Drake kind of pumped him up to another level. And he pumped Drake up to another level. And that's what you're trying to do in this business, I would think. Right?
1: All around fantastic match. Oh,
2: man. So good. All around fantastic. Um, I know th-
1: Sam and Nikki were talking about wanting Big Mike, Jeff Cobb, and James Drake. But in all honesty, I don't think there was anything you could do to make this match better.
2: No. Um, you're not going to top this. No. Now, if you want to give me a four-way and throw Keith Lee in that, one month i'm cool um i I want jeff cobb got please come back and i may have been the loudest person in the room because my god
1: i wanted to do a big guys rock chant but i was so enthralled with the match that i couldn't bring myself to chant
2: oh man it and that was the thing like other than this is awesome there wasn't time for any like fun chants with that one yeah um Like, we want moon pies, or anything like that. Uh, Alright, so, this surprised us after that. Hell of a match. Um, We got Big Mike and Anthony Henry before intermission.
1: Which was a little shocking.
2: Once I saw the rest of the card, I understood. But I was just surprised at, you have those two talents together for the belt, and you're doing it first half of the show. But... I think that helped with some of the fatigue we've been feeling at other shows where it's just like match, 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 match. And we're like, oh, my God, how are they going to top this? And then the second half is kind of weaker. Yeah. I think they avoided that at this show. Um, Good match. I am. I appreciate Big Mike. I understand what he can do. I understand he's a very, very talented guy. I appreciate that he trains guys and he looks out for them and all that.
1: He's just not your cup of tea.
2: He is not my thing. And I will put that out front. This was not a bad match. I'm just not a Big Mike guy. I, was, I watched Saber and Big Mike earlier, and I'm still not a Big Mike guy. Yeah. If I'm not a Big Mike guy, when you're fighting Saber, something is wrong. Um, the only time I have seen a Big Mike match and been like, holy shit, that was good, was against Cedric. Um, I'm not a slow burn guy. Big Mike definitely has that Japan... Slow burn style, I'm going to just lumber around for a while. And then towards the end, I'm going to speed up and whoop your ass. Yeah. Um, not my thing. Which but, is
1: fine. We all have what we like. We all have things that we enjoy a little less. So Yeah.
2: Still love Anthony and Amber. They were great. Um, but I I don't know what it is. People people love Mike. I'm just kind of sitting here. And I probably need to go up and meet Mike. I probably need to actually go talk to him. Um. To like get to know him a little bit, but he's just not my thing.
1: Like I said, everyone has their own their own taste, which is one thing I love about PWX and indie wrestling in general. They're not all cookie cutters of each other. Yeah, you it, get diversity.
2: And I'm saying this now, but it's it's going to happen. WrestleMania will have several finishes that feel the same. Yep, you don't have that at PWX. Nope, or any of the good indies. Nope. So um this led us to intermission. Uh we went and talked to people and uh love the concession stand by the way. Yeah. Burgers and nachos and shit. Brian, whatever you gotta do to keep that coming, that helps. Because usually we have to stop for dinner as soon as the show is over and it We did know, not have that this time. We didn't have to. So um intermission went and met cop, got a picture Told Drake they put on Match of the Night, you know, that kind of deal. Uh, So we get back to our seats, and we go into the Ducklings versus the Syndicate. Members of the Syndicate represented here were Elijah Evans IV, Timmy Lou Retton, and TJ Boss with Tommy Thomas. Now, the biggest crime of this show was the loss of time of Mikey Galeno because I know. the syndicate scared him off for a little bit. But when the going gets tough,
1: the Mikey gets going.
2: Ducks fly together and he snuck his way out and coached them up. Um this was a good match. Uh, a lot more than I expected happened. Um
1: I still hate Elijah Evans.
2: Yeah, and you still hate Timmy. So you had nothing So about, you had, much. You had nothing you liked about this match. I'm sure. So much. Um So much hatred. all his clothes matched today. It did. I really
1: liked his suspenders. At one point, though, they were correct, and then I commented on the fact that I liked them. Next time I saw them, they were all fucked up.
2: Yeah, I think he does it on purpose at this point. Um, He may or may not have called me a racist, but...
1: He told me I smelled like onions.
2: Yeah, which is weird, because you're allergic. Yeah, So, anyway... Maybe he just smelled them from the burgers. Fuck
1: the if I stand. know,
2: because he was right next to. That was a
1: real weird insult, though. <laughs> um, real weird.
2: What I really liked in this, they didn't make TJ Boss do more than he can do. He just stood there and was a big monster and caught everybody and threw them around. He did. It was the perfect use of a big man in this type of match. Yep. Because I don't know. I feel like when you watch WWE and we're at whatever they tend to run their big show and Mark Henry's into the ground and keep them in there too long. and It's yeah. awful.
1: When you're watching a Ryback versus Kalisto match, yeah. you're just like, ugh.
2: And you're like, why? Kalisto can do so much better than he this.
1: Can, he can literally run circles around you.
2: Yeah. Um, but now, unfortunately, as good as this match was... We're not
1: going to talk about it. We're just not going to talk about the end of this. We're just going to skip to what happens next.
2: Um, After the match
1: ends, I can't talk about it. We cannot mention it. It just fine. does. It didn't happen.
2: It, but it did. But it didn't. Total coverage. Fine. Close your ears. This
1: didn't happen. This the is...
2: Ugly Ducklings have lost their one-year undefeated streak at PWX. Which luckily I get... it was not for the titles.
1: It has to happen. But at some point.
2: Um,
1: but yeah. not to those shit stains.
2: <laughs> but I have to admit it made them more relevant than they were last month. Hate them. They ended the duck streak. Now there's even more of a reason to hate them. There's Other
1: than in every interaction I've ever had with Timmy Lou Retton?
2: Yes. But they're they're adding on to the heel, and there's going to be a blow-off at some point, and it's going to be great. Um,
1: Coach Mikey got in the ring and said, look, it has to happen at some point. It's okay. Then those shit snacks.
2: Hell of a streak. He can't.
1: Got back in the ring.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: And triple super kicked Mikey.
2: Mikey. Yeah. Tragedy. I don't think
1: I've ever been so upset. (laughs) They're
2: they're ganging up on the Ducks, just beating them into the ground. And our hometown hero runs out with a chair, James Drake. And just starts fucking people up with chairs. And... They wuss out and run. It was fantastic. So, Chicken Shit Heels, and... uh,
1: Triumphant Drake, Drake... James Drake. Triumphant James Drake.
2: Triumphant James Drake. So, uh... I like this. It continued Drake versus the Syndicate. I guess we're gonna get the Syndicate versus Drake and the Ducks now. And I don't hate that match. I don't either. Um... And by the
1: way, Tommy, it's racist not to like white people. You can't just high five non-white people. It's rude.
2: It's real rude. Uh, Yeah. Tommy is the king of getting heat. It's ridiculous. Real rude. It it is goddamn ridiculous. Anyway, um, that leads us to our next match. The Revolutionary, Darius Lockhart versus... The flippin' dinosaur Tracer X.
1: I I wanted so badly to get a Rainbow Rex chant going.
2: Those tights were amazing.
1: Phenomenal.
2: Phenomenal. Um, and Tracer, thank you in advance for printing lime green shirts next time. I will be purchasing one. Uh when that happens. So this was solid. It very was good. good. Very good. Um Revolt was on commentary. Took over, kicked out Stutsy, and uh just kinda with ethan did revolty the whole time. things so do you think Ethan comes back and tries to shut up the revolt I think that's what they were where they were going with that we couldn't hear the commentary so I don't know but uh... somebody's got to come in and stop them and the ducks and Drake are busy with the syndicate I don't know so I think I'm just a gonna good let it thing. happen
1: organically and enjoy it go. when it does
2: ethan and martin versus the revolt so
1: Why, why you gotta put so many people in the ring that I love all at
2: once? Yeah, I know. We'd be so conflicted that entire match. God. Um, alright. Uh, Tracer, Darius did their thing, but of course, Caleb and Zane got involved, and Tracer gets the loss. Yeah. Darius coming out on top. Sad Rainbow Rex. Yeah, sad Rainbow Rex. Alright, so now, we're to the main event. Um... When did they announce next month? After the main event?
1: It went or was it up. intermission? It wasn't super late. So I want to say it went up during
2: intermission or... That's right, because they talked about it. They yeah. said tickets will go up tonight or tomorrow. Or tomorrow, yeah. So um, it was intermission. So intermission, we found out. I'll just go ahead and do that. Red Dragon is coming next month. The word on the street is that um, Kyle O'Reilly. Will auto
1: parts. Ow! <laughs>
2: will be going. By the way, you fuckers better auto parts chant with me next month. <laughs> I- there are certain chants I hear <laughs> that I have to do before I die. And he's going to NXT and they're probably going to change his name. So it has to be so now. So it has to be now. Um, he. Red Dragon's great if you've never seen them, they're a big ring of honor uh stalwart tag team they've been in new japan they're fantastic uh mortal combat themed sometimes they're great love them uh can't wait to see them and i'm assuming they're fighting the ducks but i don't actually know so enter the dragon is the name of the show though and that's fantastic
1: how great would it be if they came out in one of those Chinese dragon costume things that they're all underneath, and then the ducks came out in a giant Chinese du- duck that they're all underneath? That would
2: be great. Uh, yeah, I would approve that message. So anyway, uh, into our main event, we get John Skyler. And the the other front row crew has taken a lot of time in figuring out how to reword every word of the chorus to Eminem's desperation to be about John Skylar sucking at wrestling
1: it's some dedication to hatred it is
2: dedication and i'm i'm proud of them
1: like i don't even hate timmy enough to i either i don't hate timmy enough to put in any effort or i hate him so much i refuse to put in effort i'm not that's sure that's true which. i either um, hate him so much that i refuse to acknowledge he exists
2: or but the thing with Skylar right now... Don't care. ...is he's kind of turning face. He is a tweener it's right a now. It's very, a very slow build, but I'm waiting for him to just, like, fuck that all up and go back full heel. God.
1: One way or another, I need that jacket to go. <laughs> it makes no sense.
2: He didn't even have his braid. I know. It's he had smart. nothing
1: going for me. So- no braid, ugly-ass jacket... And he's a tweener now, which I, I just don't know what to do with tweeners. I don't know it's how to feel. Hard. So I just don't. Well,
2: the only tweener I know that it works for is Brock Lesnar. He is the only one. He's not a heel. He's not a face. But,
1: but he's, he's also not full time. Awesome.
2: And he also has the best mouthpiece in the world. Ever. So there's there's it's very hard to not get excited about Brock Lesnar. It's true because Paul Heyman's involved and you actually don't know what Brock Lesnar is going to do ever. Yeah. One night he killed Michael Cole and it was fantastic. Um like Byron Saxton had to do all of Raw by himself because he killed Cole, Booker T and Lawler.
1: That's a lot of that's a lot of killing.
2: Yeah, and Byron was just like all sad and depressed the whole night and it it was like the worst commentary ever, but I was just Proud of Brock for killing Cole.
1: I love, I love Byron Saxton. I
2: know you wouldn't have loved him then, but anyway. So next, don't
1: tell me who I do and don't love, <laughs> unless you're saying I don't love Timmy Lou Retton. You don't love or Timmy Elijah Lou Evans because that is uh, accurate.
2: So we get Skyler, and then of course the moment we've all been waiting for:
1: the American Nightmare.
2: The American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Um,
1: he I, he too sweated two-sweeted around the the entire entire front row it was so great and as he comes by to two-sweet me i noticed something yes he has a contact in one eye yep an american flag fucking contact really cool very cool Um, also a little creepy because at first i couldn't tell what it was and then i figured it out and i was like oh that's real cool
2: gonna be honest i haven't watched new japan in a long time. This made me want to go see what Cody's doing. Um, the whole, him in Bullet Club and being well-dressed before the match, and then being this weird concoction in the match, love it.
1: His bottom buckles on his boots did not want to stay buckled. No, they did not.
2: Or snapped, um, whichever term But you yeah, I mean, he he started sweet sweeting people, and then, of course, everybody wants it. He's like, yeah, we'll go all the way around. So he had to two-sweet literally everyone that could reach the front row. Um, appreciate it, by the way. So much. Um, love Cody. It's just insane the uh, reaction he got. It um, was
1: phenomenal. Being in there for that was, it was...
2: before the show or af- before the match or after the match that I mentioned. There was that weird after. magic. It was after the match. After. Um, so we get a very good match from the two of them um Hollis gets involved because which no one we, wants. We got to tell the storyline. So Hollis gets involved, distracts Skyler, and Cody finally nails Crossroads and defeats John Skyler. So, strong match. Kind of wish Hollis hadn't been involved, but I appreciate Cody letting them tell their local story. Yeah. Cuz a lot of the big name guys would be like, "No, you got to put me over clean and all that stuff." Um Cody is a storyteller. If you've heard him on anything, he talks about that's the one thing he learned from Dusty was you've got to tell a story with your show. And he allows it. Yep. Uh, even, at, even in little podunk gyms in Shelby, North Carolina, he lets it happen. So after the show, after the match, he gets talking. Um, The guy is shy in real life from what I've heard, but he has a way when he gets on the mic, he has a certain charisma. Yeah. He just, he pulls you in and it's not just cause he's dusty's kid. It's not just that there's something else there.
1: He's genuine.
2: Yeah. And that's what I think, but he, um, gets on the mic and he talks about, you know, just kind of everything and how great an experience it was and all that. Um,
1: I think it's, he's genuine, he's really attractive, but he's also a little weird. Like, not super weird, but just a little outside, like, the mainstream.
2: It could be, he could be the pretty boy jock asshole.
1: But he's not. But
2: he's just such a good dude. Yeah. That could be part of it. Um,
1: Before you get to where you're going, though. Yes. Before he gets on the mic... We get this beautiful moment of John Schuyler finally, finally giving in and too-sweeting Cody Rhodes. And
2: too-sweeting by having to jump to too-sweet Cody Rhodes. Yeah, that was great. It was fantastic. Um, So Cody's on the mic and he, of course, drops some stuff about Dusty and the place... Loses crazy. its damn mind. Um, you know, he says next, when he comes back, he wants to fight White Mike because he reminds him of Dusty and he doesn't exactly look the part, but man, is he entertaining. And that's what it should be about. It. We've said this for months now, and especially whenever it's Kat and I talking about PWX. Everybody there is a little weird. Yeah. Whether you're working the show or whether you're in the crowd. It's a place where weird isn't just accepted. It's encouraged. And...
1: It's... It's why it's family.
2: And it's one of those cultures you just get... Once you're in... You are
1: fucking in. It's really
2: hard to not just dive. Like... All right, take me deeper. I want to see all of this. What the hell is going on here?
1: You made it sound real rabbit holey and porny there for
2: a minute. Um, I mean, it kind of is though. No, if you get down a Joey Ryan rabbit hole, it's very porny.
1: Well, Joey Ryan's only been there once when, um, while I've been going.
2: Anyways, so point being, there was one of these moments. It's with porny Cody.
1: in the way that food porn is porny, okay? At best.
2: There's one of those moments where everyone starts Shannon Cody, and I just had to look around for a minute and be like, "Holy shit, like this place fucking loves this guy. I have not felt that energy there since Cedric left. yeah and it, it wasn't that level that but was it, a whole nother thing but it was that, that was like similar... a bring that was a bring you to tears yeah moment this was a
1: holy I'm, shit look what wrestling can do yeah
2: look thing. at this unification of people who are from everywhere of people who have been through everything over one guy in this ring that we like yeah uh, it, it's baffling but i love it and i never want PW, pwx to stop making that atmosphere
1: that moment would have been so much better though without guardrails
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right um so that was owed to tradition overall phenomenal uh i would say solid show yeah N- maybe not like an x16 level but
1: but hey, x16 is their mania i mean yeah. you can't all well, be x-16. no that's rise of a
2: champion i'm sorry um you can't they don't put on bad shows. No. Okay. So I'm not at all like trying to say that. I'm just saying, if somebody was like, give me the essential PWX, I would give them a couple matches from this. I wouldn't give them the whole show.
1: Well, the thing is, you can't be, oh my God, blow the fucking roof off every time. Yeah, Because then, yeah. it doesn't blow the roof off anymore.
2: Yeah. The bar is so fucking high for them.
1: That and I... they And
2: they keep raising it. Like, when I think they can't go higher, they do so
1: I other like I said other than guardrails I have zero complaints
2: yeah again I'm not trying to complain I just we go to so much PWX and we rave about them every time and it's not that I'm not raving just like if you only have 15 bucks to like spend on one PWX show this wouldn't be the first one I would tell you to buy no Um, that's all it was good it was solid it was very good um, had a match of the year candidate on it brian and i'm
1: sorry that doug can't just appreciate
2: that it's a good <laughs> fucking show hey they want us to be honest that's where i'm at so <laughs>
1: doug nitpicky bitch
2: yes um so on that now saying that enjoyed Ode to tradition more than both evolved shows i've watched
1: there's nothing i've found out there that i like more than pwx and fair enough. Not only is it the quality of the show, like just the way it's produced, um the ring announcers, the talent, but there is a family atmosphere there. You can go up to the wrestlers, you can interact with them, you can interact with Brian.
2: Um You can interact with their families. You held Ethan's baby. She's adorable by the way. Yeah. Super
1: long toes. Super <laughs> adorable. Um yeah, it's it's just this wonderful weird World unto itself.
2: Yeah. And every time we go to a new city or a new venue, there's the same people, but just enough different people. that it, it alters. It, it's so... Like, you could write a book about just going to PWX shows for a year. It
1: Someone should.
2: Yeah, it's true. Um,
1: the PWX effect.
2: So, oh, we didn't mention that Cody, when the show was over, said... By the way, I know a lot of people wanted pictures of me earlier and didn't get them. So anyone that does, come on. I'll stay here all night if I have to.
1: And he did. It was great.
2: And I got to get in the ring for the very first time in my life. I have stepped inside a wrestling ring and it was everything and more. <laughs> um, and the my only thing is if uh, Cody hadn't been taking pictures, I might have climbed around a little but (laughs) because doug's part monkey yes and i mean i gotta see
1: what's a creature that simultaneously hides and climbs everything
2: uh lemur i don't know i got nothing bush baby (laughs) so anyway that was awesome uh we got a really good picture with me and cat and cody so that was cool um
1: and that was the show fuck faces
2: yeah that was the show we're back to calling everyone fuckfaces now. All right. And we are, this was supposed to be a short episode and we went 90 minutes. That apparently is our MO. Yeah. But anyway, on that note, you can follow us at Sad Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Scoot is posting constant updates from Orlando. Um, I'm kind of taking a step back this weekend to just kind of.
1: He's having a social media blackout.
2: Trying to get through the wrestling because if I go down social media rabbit holes, I'm not going to watch anything. So um, I'm kind of stepping back. I'm going to tweet tonight about this episode to send it to people. But other than that, I'm not touching the feed this weekend. Um, You can follow me at Osnogard, O-Z-N-O-G-R-D. Uh, if you like, just have to talk to me about something this weekend, you probably have my phone number. So text me. Or whatever Uh, The only people I can think of who are going to be like Oh my god did you see this Or Sam and Nikki
1: No one gives a shit about you
2: (laughs) Alright Okay Okay, I'm going to say this And I don't mean this as douchey as it sounds It's my does I'm pleasantly surprised That Cody didn't remember me
1: Alright I can understand that
2: Yeah Because to me, if they remember me, that means I stood out a lot. Versus if they don't remember me, they just saw me as another person. True. So I'll take that. um, But yeah. Anyway, class act, Cody Rhodes. Good guy. Follow Cody Rhodes at Cody Rhodes on Twitter.
1: (laughs) You can find me on Twitter at Cat Kelpie, K A T K E L P I E, and on Instagram at Dublin Cat, D U B L I N K A T.
2: And if you haven't done it yet, go follow PWX Wrestling. They have Facebook groups, they have at PWX Wrestling. Follow all the wrestlers we are gonna send this show to. But not Tippie Written
1: or Elijah Evans. Or Tommy Thomas. Yeah, fair enough. They're not enjoyable. Um, <laughs>
2: Alright. So on that note, Shalom motherfuckers.
1: Bye.